this is Ashley. I have my husband here. Say hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I've been trying to figure out how to start this overall. And we had a pretty in-depth conversation this morning between the two of us. So I just figured it would probably be best if we started off by sharing that. So I was on Instagram, as usual, and came across a post by Lisa um, Harper regarding um, an incident that had happened while she and her daughter were riding a motorcycle. And it like all but breaks my heart and of course in our culture racism is real it is no joke and it's absolutely heartbreaking um but I think we kind of established that in our discussion anyway that like obviously I don't encounter racism in my life and in my world but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's more uh, more prominent in obviously in other places, um, especially other workplaces where it's predominantly male. I would say um, I don't know that it's necessarily more gender based. Uh, but also talked about how racism is a kind of a generational thing. I mean, as far as being passed down and that it doesn't it doesn't have to be right everyone says that's just the way they were raised or it doesn't it doesn't have to be a thing so I think we both also agreed that like it's so like like Lisa says it's it's counterintuitive to the gospel and the aspects of like we're we're all one body of Christ we are all created equal and we are all created in his image and if you want to get right down to it you can't get dark skin tone from light skin tone you can only get light from dark so the the likelihood that Adam and Eve were um, pale kind of unlikely I mean if if you really get down to it it's like it's yeah, probably not. No, no. We, talk, we also discussed the other day how it's uh, it's not a it's not a people problem. It's a heart problem. Oh, most definitely. It doesn't it doesn't just affect one group of people. It, it affects racism. Affects everyone, whether you're racist, quote unquote, or not. Right. Whether you agree with the ideals of it or not it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and it doesn't make it any less real right for anyone and I mean I think we I think we took it obviously we always have a tendency to take things a little little too deep and a little too far in our conversations but um obviously you're a man I'm a woman so we we have different viewpoints on things we have different realities and the aspect of like we discussed the fact that it Obviously, prejudice goes so much further than just skin tone. Sure. You know, everybody, there, there's prejudice against Christians. There's president, prejudice against atheists. There's, pre, you know, prejudice against women, against, I mean, There's prejudice you know, against men. Against men, yeah. Like, and 
the culture being as it is, it's just so easily offendable. You know, so like in our different realities, like obviously you encounter more racism than what I do. I mean, I, I work very, you know, I'm sheltered. And that's not kind to of. say, not to say that I encounter a lot. No. I'm just more prone you're in my, out in, in my in the field that I work in. Yeah, you're out in the world encountering people. so many different people, whereas right. I'm very like kind of closed off in that, which is probably right. a good thing because I would probably get myself in trouble. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, God's been teaching me how to shut up and not not always say things just because you can doesn't mean you should. So it's. There's a fine line, though, because you have to speak out and you have to speak up and you can't be tolerant when it comes to certain things. But at the same time, you can't hate either. Like, there's a line between, like, kind of agreeing to disagree. Like, you still have to speak your truths. You still have to, you know, plant the seeds. But it's ultimately up to God to make those grow. Like, I can't force someone else to see things from my perspective and no no and that's also something else we discussed earlier is uh, the fact that they're so they're they're radicals of every religion race group they're radicals and a lot of the problems that we have I feel like as well, not a lot of the problem, but there's definitely a problem I, I feel like we have, and it's not even between denominations, it's denominations, it's Christians in general, is the fact that we have Christians judging Christians for loving on certain groups or certain types of people, and it's, God doesn't tell us to love one group of people he tells us to love everyone Mm -hmm. and when Christians are judging Christians for loving on people are doing exactly what God said to do then that just causes tension in the Christianity in general it divides the body of Christ and that's not that again is not what we're what we're called to do we are supposed to be his hands and feet and move as one body and act as one body. When I think that people kind of get, and it, it makes sense to me because the world is so unbelievably complicated in comparison to what I feel the gospel is. I feel like the gospel at its very, very core is so unbelievably simple is accept Jesus and follow him. Drop your nets and follow me. So you let go of everything and you do as I do. And are you going to mess up? Yes. I mean, wasn't it Peter who cut a guy's ear off? Like he was right there with Jesus and he he went rogue and like, you know, like right there with Jesus in front of you, you still mess up, but he didn't chastise him. You know what I mean? If you notice, he just went, dude, no, that was not what I've asked you to do. And he immediately healed the other man, you know? And he always, he's always there to lend a hand, even though you mess up. He, it's, it's grace. Yeah, I mean, he's going to bring good out of all things bad, including your own stupid decisions. You know, so... And I kind of, like, I've expressed um, previously, too, that, you know, you grow. 
you grow so much through your walk with him that like I'm not the same Christian that I was you know even two years ago no way um you know I two years ago wasn't sitting in my closet <laughs> talking to my husband about God in hopes that it would help somebody else um so there's that and I don't know I just feel like people get it overcomplicated and they think well if I go and I love this person and I love them well and I I, you know I feed them I help support them I help them make ends meet at times or whatever their need is if I go and meet that need that because I don't agree with their choices or their lifestyle or otherwise and that means that I am somehow affirming their decision and doing you know and providing for them I'm affirming them somehow and I don't personally and I mean everybody has their own viewpoints um which we are not all gonna agree ever so we don't always agree no we don't we definitely don't <laughs> but that's the fun of it we, we talk it out um but I don't feel like that's the case I don't feel like in supporting someone and loving someone well that I am affirming whatever bad decisions they may be making I feel like at that point I'm showing them the love that Jesus showed me because he loved me even when I was broken he loved me when I wasn't listening to him, when I was making bad decisions and choices and running around, you know, popping off at the mouth and doing whatever it was I wanted at the time. And he still loved me every day through it. He loved me through it in spite of who I was and what decisions I made. Yeah, but I also, I mean, at the same time, I see the other side of like someone that would wonder where's that line where you are where you are uh, not, not necessarily I don't know not accepting or condoning it but where's the other line where's that line where you're where you become tolerant what I think that you always have to obviously root yourself in God and his word and know the word I mean obviously just for us I mean I'm not even gonna skirt tail around it like homosexuality is a huge thing in the world now I mean it's very prominent it's very prevalent it's widely accepted I don't I'm not homophobic we're not homophobic we're not racist we're none of those things but you know those things affect our lives and they touch our lives and you know racism breaks your heart homosexuality also breaks your heart because I I worry about people's salvation it's not that I hate them it's not anything like that it's just I know what God says and I pray honestly that my interpretation is wrong I hope so and maybe in years to come he might I don't know he will help me grow and learn it's just as I've grown and as I've learned I've learned that there are truths that are true no matter what. And so I feel like there's nothing wrong. Like, I'm not saying that anyone should not ever make whatever decisions they feel like making. That's, at the end of the day, come judgment day, I have to answer for my stuff. I stand before Jesus for me. I don't have to answer for you. You know what I mean? I don't have to answer for anyone else. So regardless of what decision someone else makes that doesn't affect my relationship with Christ. What what affects my relationship with Christ is my heart posture. 
in every situation that's presented to me. So I get that like you could totally, I think that obviously a church is a hospital. So whether you're racist, whether you're homophobic, whether you are homosexual, whether you are whatever, church is where you go to get healed. Church is where you go to learn. If you are an alcoholic, if you are a drug addict, if you are a liar, a manipulator, a thief, like there's a narcissist. There are so many things that like we think about sin and we are so quick to jump on the big in your face sins, but we don't think about the little ones. We well, don't we, think about the heart posture. It's everybody categorizes. And I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too sometimes. I mean, until, you know, until I make myself stop to think about it. But everybody, like, has, thinks there's big sin and little sin, but there's not. Well, I think that, and I don't know, I'll, I've got to, I don't want to, like, speak to that too terribly much because I've kind of been getting a little bit of light on that where, I mean, they're, they're, I, there could be different levels. I don't, I don't know. I have to dig into that further, but, um, regardless, don't pick the sawdust out of someone else's eye with the plank in your own. Well, that, and it's, I mean, your, your sin's not my sin. Exactly. Why? I don't have to worry about your sin. Exactly. It doesn't, in the end, it doesn't matter what I thought about your sin. Exactly. Like Who am I to judge? If, if anything, I will be judged because of what I thought about your sin. Yeah, you get judged by the measure in which you judge others. All right, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're, you'll be happy. I feel like you'll be happier, and you'll have more peace if you don't worry about other people so much. Like I understand in today's times, everybody is so aware of aware of everything. <laughs> Um, with, their, with their blinders on, yeah, they're they're, well, they're right, hyper right. aware of what they want to be hyper aware of. I uh-huh. guess it's, it's selective, but it's like you said earlier, everyone like is is offended. Like it, it you, it's like some people just open and look at the news on their phone and like, well, that offends me today. And every day, it's there's thousands of people, and you get on social media facebook mainly i'm guilty of it but you get on facebook and you see someone post something that they believe in and or that they don't believe in and that they're offended by and it's like every day everyone just opens social media and like what are we offended by today are we do we agree with this person are we just the opposite of this person and now are we offended that this person is are we offended that this person is offended by something that we're not offended by? Right. You know, it's like... Every, Everybody's living for it. Well, and if, you, if you're looking for something to be offended by, upset by, I mean, that goes with relationships, mm-hmm. any, work, anything. If you're looking for something to be offended or upset by or to... to if you're looking for wrong in your mind then you're going to find it. You're going to find something. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Stephen Furtick who said that offense is given, but offended is a decision? Right. And I think um, it kind of goes along the lines of, like, Joyce Meyer said something about offense, too, and that you don't, just because it's given, you don't have to take it. And I'm like, oh, those are so good. Good 
words. Yeah, like those. That's just clear to the point, y'all. Just that's just because it's given doesn't mean you gotta like take our it. Our family motto, right? <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right, and it, I've noticed though in our lives that when offense is given and we don't pick it up and run with it, it makes them even more offended. Right. Like they get even madder that you're not willing to rise to that occasion to meet them in it. And it's right. kind of like, kind of what I can only describe as like the storm <laughs> of 2018 for us. And it was really a time where God was like, of course, looking back, I see God in the midst of it. I was like, oh, Satan, get behind me. Um, but now I'm like, oh God, I'm sorry. I didn't give you credit. Um, but like God was really pruning us. And make no mistake, like, it was so painful. Like, I don't think I've cried so much in my entire life as I've cried over the past two years because of the pruning that God has been doing. Growing through pain. <laughs> yeah, I do my best learning through pain, y'all. I, I do. Like, it, I don't know what it is, but I learn some serious lessons when I'm hurting. But I think that the only reason I do learn best that way is because that is a surefire way to get me to fall face down before God. All right, and get you, get your mind. God knows that that, like, you, you need to get Ashley in check, go ahead and tear her up. Just do oh, that. <laughs> yeah, like, she she will, she'll get with the program. It's gonna hurt, but she'll get with the program. But anyway, so, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we got a little off track, but back to your Talk point good. of, like, where the line is. Um, on loving other than people, I really don't think there is a line. I mean, we were called to love, period. No. And does that mean you're condoning? I say don't. You're also called to be careful about who you surround yourself with. So I'm not saying that you should have nothing but a bunch of, like, sinner friends who don't have God. I think that there is something to be said about a bunch of sinners struggling together, searching for God. I think that that's a great thing. Obviously, I feel like everyone needs, like, a mentor a more mature Christian kind of pouring into you. And I think that's another problem that I've been seeing in the church, mentoring. at least from my standpoint, is that there's not really a lot of mentoring. There's not, at least there hasn't been for us as far as um, more mature Christians coming alongside those who are trying to get there and like sharing some of your your wisdom in that and I think that was kind of the a little bit of the draw of this podcast in hopes that right and we didn't necessarily we I know we didn't find that in the church no no it took finding that elsewhere which we were very blessed in that that God like God had had someone in our lives the whole time well and just praying to be able to see it properly and to be willing to develop that relationship because let's be honest in the day of like social media and all that stuff it's so easy to sit behind your phone and like not really have any contact with the world yeah with like any human contact and in order to really grow the way you need to you need human contact like i'm not saying church has to look a certain way that's not my point like don't get me wrong I've, i've been loving the online churches i've been like consuming so many different messages from so many different pastors that I've been loving it. Um, but with that being said, to have the ability to sit down with a group of believers and talk it out and like discuss, Oh, I read this passage and this is how I interpret it. And the fact that I will interpret it one way, you'll interpret it totally differently. And somebody else like the same thing, none of us will have it the, the same way. But the fun thing is about God is that I've noticed like, in, in a certain season, I will read something and it will touch me in a certain way. And then 
you know, a year later or whatever, I'll go back and I'll read that again and it will be totally different to me. I'll interpret it in a completely different way because it's almost like that word is speaking into like seasonally. That's like why you're supposed to read your Bible over and over and over. Like it's Jewish culture. It's meant to be meditated on. Well, there's verses that will definitely stick with you regardless of your time or circumstance or your maturity level, Mm -hmm. but it's just a difference of how God speaks to you through the exact same verse or the exact same passage. And can I say, I'm like, I'm not the best at Bible study. Oh, no. no, no. I struggle with I that. I think I'm the worst. I've been better about reading daily. Uh, I've gotten back to that, and it's just kind of an up and down thing. But And it's not something that I used to beat myself up over it, about, right. about it. But you just have to be diligent and obedient and... And, obedient and it's it's not. I mean, it's habitual. I mean, you you, you make it a habit, mm-hmm. but it's not. A, it's not. It it shouldn't be a chore. Right. It should be a joyous thing. God something is calling you to relationship, not what, to religion. Right. Something to something that you look forward to, uh, even if it's just like not like myself. I'll read a chapter, or you know, some mornings I I get up and I'm running behind, but I will at least read a couple of verses, mm-hmm. and then finish the chapter the following day. Or reread those two verses plus the rest of the chapter the following day, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I, I, it helps me to read in the mornings. But like I said, it's just a matter of forming. Can I say just how funny it is that I've seen your anxiety change every time you commit to, to focusing on God first thing in the morning? Right. I mean, I, I can't. And you're, it's not. It's not like you're. You're just reading. And I, I don't want to say that, like, make that sound like it's not a big thing because I mean it's huge, but it's not like you're rewriting the whole Bible to commit the whole thing to memory or anything. You're just sitting down, having a cup of coffee, and reading God's five word. Minutes. I mean, yeah, like you're just sitting down and reading right? God's word first thing in the morning to set your focus right. And I mean, even me, like personally, I you know, working from home has like kind of turned my whole routine upside down before I did really good I did the same thing I would get up and I would read first thing in the morning and it would be so wonderful and then I got off track (laughs) because welcome to life and so in efforts to kind of end a podcast with some tools (laughs) uh, I use the the bible app the uversion I love it I've gotten to where I will wake up and open that app immediately and I will do a devotional laying right there in bed because I've determined that in order for me personally, because I'm very like detailed, like goal focused and like checklist, I'm a checklist person. So in order for me to get myself focused, I have to do it first thing. It's almost like tithe for me. I'm going to give God my first amount of time of the day. Granted, it's like five minutes, guys. It's not, make no mistake. I'm not giving, <laughs> like, I'm not giving an hour here. I am not crazy pious. Um, I wish I was. It would be wonderful maybe one day. Um, but I read that devotional. I read the scripture that goes with it. And then because the word, like you, your faith grows by hearing the word as well. I turn on my Bible app and I make it read to me as I get ready. Now, that's not to say that there aren't times that I do actually sit down and read my Bible because it is something I actually do enjoy. And that's usually like a weekend thing that I actually get time to sit down and like spend some time in the Word. But that's what helps me in this season 
I can guarantee you last season I would not have even imagined no. that that's what I would be doing because it would have been like, oh my gosh, you're not you're not reading your Bible. Oh, well, I'm still getting the word and I'm still getting in it and it's still touching me and it's still moving me and it's still helping me to focus on God first thing in the morning. And I will tell you, the Old Testament, <laughs> I found it's a lot easier when I do it that way. Um, and then, of course, I always have like really fun talks with God throughout the day about whatever scripture because the Old Testament, I mean, I won't even go there at this point, but there's got there's a lot of things my opinionated self has to kind of talk out um, with God on that. But anyway, I don't know how long we've been sitting in this closet, but I feel like it's been a while. And regardless, I just pray like to pray that this blesses someone. I also want to put the disclaimer. You don't have to agree with what we're saying. I'm not asking you to agree with it. All I'm asking is that you take the time to wrestle with God about whatever it is you do believe. He will give you clarity. Trust me. If there's anything that I ever say that leads someone astray, one, I want him to point it out to me. Um, and I want him to give me clarity in that so I can go back and rectify. You know, I definitely don't want to damage anybody's anything. So, don't need a bunch of hate mail. Just know, if you got issues with anything I've said, wrestle with God. Pray for me. Pray for us. We will take it. <laughs> the Lord knows we need all the prayers we can get. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned, I don't know if we ever introduced you, but my husband's Aaron. I'm Ashley. And above all, just talk about God. That is the surefire way to affect others is just letting them know that Jesus Christ is amazing, y'all. Like, I don't even have words to express how much he loves you because it is insane to think about how much he loves each and every one of us and the fact that hanging on the cross dying one of the most gruesome deaths ever if you actually research it it is awful he could have come down at any moment and he didn't those nails make no mistake they did not hold him there what held him there was his love for you his love for me, his love for my husband, um, and all of us. And if it wasn't for his love for you, we would not all have the opportunity to be sitting in closets right now talking <laughs> about God and the amazing things that he has done and the, the difficult things that we face in this world as Christians and the fact that we're called to share his love and shine his light in the world, um, to be a beacon of hope for all of those who are oppressed, regardless of whether I thoroughly agree with what decisions they are making. We do not stand for oppression ever. God calls us into freedom. So all I can say, you want any resources? Let me know. I'm sure I can figure out a way for anyone to contact me if they want, but I definitely don't want hate mail. I will not read it. So yeah, you can just write it and then burn it. Um, or, you know, all I can say is pray about it. And if, if you're absolutely correct that I need to be gotten on to pray about it, God will get with me. I can guarantee you. Um, 
But regardless, we pray that this blesses you and that you have a wonderful day. Yeah, continue to let God move in you and through you. Don't don't let don't let your worry or your doubt or your fears of anything hold you back. Uh, it's not it's easier said than done, but yeah. just keep just keep praying about it. Um, well, he's the, got our back all the time. The funny thing I found too is that even when I don't think I'm doing anything for God, when I think I'm doing absolutely nothing for God, He's still working through me. He's still I my like. I don't affect any of it. It's all God. So it's almost like it doesn't matter what you what you do. He's going to use you if he wants to use you. Now, granted, you also need to be a bit open-minded and listen. But maybe eventually we'll have deeper conversations on that. Right. But anyway, enough rambling for today. <laughs> Thank you guys.